This week on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, we are having our 7th annual Summer Box Office Gamble. Here it goes again, here it comes again, equalize. Get your popcorn. If you change your mind, take a chance on the first in line, on the free, chance, take a chance on me, if you need me, let me know, gonna be around, if you got your place to go, when you're feeling down, if you're all alone, when the pretty birds have flown, on the outstanding free, take a chance on We are now recording. This is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello! Out Now is a film podcast where each week Abe and I discuss new movies weekly. However, every now and then they like these special bonus episodes, whether it's one of our fun commentary tracks or something completely different. And this is something completely different. This is very special. This is our seventh annual summer movie gamble. Insert explosions here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the uh, this this is this is a fun part of the year. I mean, we like to have our you know these special like big episodes, whether it be our top ten show or our Oscar special. This is the other one. This is our, our summer gamble we've been doing for as I mentioned seven years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of fun to do. It's where Abe and I gather many guests of the podcast together for what an event where we pick what we think are going to be the biggest films of the summer. We could, we could take a nice way to kind of preview the summer of movies that's about to come, which is going to be full of a lot of big bang for your buck. And um, yeah, it's, it's a good way to kind of get into a friendly competition while also just going over what's coming out, what we're looking forward to and what have you. Um, and so, yeah, there's a whole elaborate system for this, but before we get to all that, let's get to our guests that are joining us for this summer gamble. We have from fast film reviews. Here we go again. It's Mark Hoban. Hi, everyone. Co-director of the upcoming Kill All Men, he's ready for the fallout. It's Jordan Grout. Oh, hello. Did I try to rhyme that? You'll never know. (laughs) Also joining us from Movies Marcus, betting big on Pirates, a Star Wars story. It's Marcus Robinson. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) How are you guys doing today? Doing well. So good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to take the gold, you know? No. Oh, wow. Marcus, for some behind-the-scenes things, he was an alternate for this podcast, but I'm actually really happy he's here because he, he's he's very much promoted the fact that this is like his Rocky two that like last year he he tried to go the distance but couldn't quite get there. And this year he's gonna really put forth the effort. So uh, this is true. I can't wait for the Rocky three where somebody makes fun of his wife. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> But no, I, I'm happy to have you here, and I'm happy to have Mark and Jordan here as well. Of course, you guys were just mentioning this is like an old school out now podcast as far yeah, as the guests sure. of the show. So uh, yeah, that's very much true. Um, and yeah, we're gonna get into. I'm very proud to say that this is the seventh annual uh, list, and this is the seventh time that I've actually submitted a list. Yeah, Boom. You, you've you've been with oh. us all along. Hundred percent, baby. For sure. Um, yep. so, let's see. Let's um. Let's get to some show notes real quick before we get started with things. First up, a uh, new commentary track. Uh, well, Jordan's a huge fan of this movie. He was not able to be on the show with us, but we did record a commentary track for Lost in Space, the 1998 movie. Okay, before you say that, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. Of I, I when, think... when that came out on Blu-ray, you immediately texted me, look what I got on Blu-ray. <laughs> because I know you hate it so much. It's half- <laughs> It was ironic. Yeah. 
We're, we're talking about the William Hurt, Mimi Rogers, Lost in Space. Gary Oldman That's and Friends LeBlanc. It's, it's wow. Not. You're forgetting Lacey Chabert. Mark, if you had to guess how many movies Matt LeBlanc is in, what, what would... What, Not enough. Well, there's would, Ed. <laughs> I would say five. That is correct. He's in five movies. That's, that's pretty that's good. Good job. Yeah. Pretty good. I didn't know. I, I feel like I see him all the time, though. He's always doing TV well, shows that get canceled. Show oh, he lives right next door to you. He's not always doing TV shows that get canceled. He's done, like, three shows, and one of them's still on. <laughs> okay, so 66% of them have been canceled. <laughs> We had what the spin-off thing that Joey sh- the Joey show, and then he had uh, then he had that show on Showtime that went for like five seasons and then just ended because it ended, not because it was canceled. And now he's on some show on CBS. Good job, Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> Killing it. Let alone the millions he's made off of. Friends. Oh, yeah, I was like, gonna I say he think... still got more money than I do. So he's who am I? Who am I? Yeah. He's listening to the show right now, thinking like, man, th- these guys they don't know. Well, after we did a whole commentary on his movie, of course, he's a, he's a devoted fan now, now, here and name. That's just what I assume. He, yeah, exactly. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Matt. Yeah, anyway, um, that commentary track is all kinds of fun, much like that featuring uh, Scott, Cullen, and Brandon, and I. That's that's a fun one that we recorded, and um, it's certainly up on iTunes right now. You can listen to that right away. And uh, what else? Um, out bleh iTunes reviews and ratings, good to get those. Helps out our show, helps other people find our show. If you want to log on to iTunes, search for Out Now for name, that'd be great, because then you can give us a star rating, you know, you can give us some stars, and you can even write us a review. Yeah, thank you for mission advance. Alright. I think that's a... That's it for that. You know what? I'll mention this now, because we got to figure this out, but i got a lot of stuff um, <laughs> to uh, give away in some form or another. Uh, so we should be coming up with some contests um, in, the, in the coming weeks of the summer here. Um, Probably but big, every week. I don't know about every week, but we'll, we'll get some contests going because it's fun to do all this kind of stuff. And, you know, as I said, I got a lot of Blu-rays and things like lying around that just want to get out of here. So uh, we'll figure something out, um, preferably for this summer gamble as well, you know, for listeners that want to participate in some form, kind of make some kind of grand prize, I suppose. But we'll figure that out um, as the summer goes on because we've got a lot of time. But, yeah, um, with all these movies that are coming out, I'm sure we can uh, come up with some contests, right, Abe? Yeah, definitely. And also in terms of the grand prize, if you want a packet of noodles, let us know. Yeah, Abe has, Abe has so much ramen lying around the house. Yeah, I, I do. I'm Asian, so. <laughs> it's, it's like a must-have all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the Isle of Dogs controversy. There's too much uh, ramen. Too much ramen? There's actually not enough ramen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Let's get to what the summer gamble is, uh, for those that are not aware. Uh, basically, um, there are 15 of us this year that are participating in this summer gamble, a new record. Yeah. How many... Um, I, Competed last year. Um, I feel like eleven. Well, because it's got three. Three of uh, Terrence, Yancey, and Zachy are new to this. So yeah, we uh, we've had a uh, twelve last year. Twelve. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, and there, and that twelve was too. a was a high. I think, yeah, twelve was high too. Yeah, yeah, twelve. We added a lot more then. So yeah, I think we started with like maybe like six. So it's, it's, it's <laughs> more than doubled since the time we've done started doing this. Only well, um, seven years. But yeah, exactly. Uh, but. So there's 15 of us participating this year. Participating in what you ask? Well, the summer gamble, of course. Uh, this is where we pick the t- what we what we feel we predict are going to be the top 10 highest grossing films of the summer at the domestic box office. 
Um, so we, we all have a kind of a list one through 10 of what we think are going to be the highest grossing films at the box office in America, as well as three dark horse picks, dark horse picks being picks that we think might do well, but aren't quite sure they would make into the top 10, but there's still an outside chance they could, uh, to, in doing all this, there's an elaborate scoring system, uh, which will be calculated at the end of the summer at Labor Day weekend, which is when this contest officially ends, uh, where we will add up all the points. It's involved and i can i'll be putting this on the uh, facebook page facebook facebook.com slash my podcast everyone can keep track of what's going on with, with the rules as well as what our lists are uh, but essentially uh picking the number one and number 10 films they correctly give you the highest grossing points um and then it, it kind of goes from there nine through two if you're dead on you get a certain amount of points if you're one away from the correct spot you get a certain amount of points and so forth. Dark horses get you one point each if any of them make it onto the onto the uh, top ten. So yeah, that's the basic gist of things. What we're going to do here, the five of us now are going to go over our picks for the top ten box office as well as the summer gamble or, for, or the uh, the dark horses. Um, and I think we should all I think we should start at the kind of the top of the list at number one, just because I feel like the first five are going to be fairly clear for the most part as far as what we're anticipating, and then the you know the latter half is going to be where things. I think kind of shake out a little differently. Does that sound good? That sounds great. But one thing I have yes. to say, every year we think that number one is obvious. And I don't, me personally, I don't think I've predicted the correct number one movie at least five or six times of this, <laughs> yeah. of this thing. I, I, yeah. So it, you know, we all think, I, I think we all have the same number one, but we'll, it'll be hilarious if something else becomes number one. I just... <laughs> Let's get to it right away. Yeah. So, because I don't think any of us don't have this. We all have. Does anyone not have Avengers: Affinity War as number one? I put Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Good pick. I just Kudos moved skyscraper up. You just moved skyscraper up. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Box office gold. So we okay. So we all have Avengers: Affinity War as number one, right? Yeah, Is there? Hopefully. Yes, that would seem to be the obvious choice. Okay, well, who wants to, uh, uh, Marcus, since you you were you went so opposite last year as far as what your what the number one was versus the rest of us. What, what, you, what, act, what, you act what, like this was on purpose. No, <laughs> well, so, uh, just no. Go, well, we we should discuss each of these movies. Why, why did you put Avengers at number one? Um, you know, I I, I think Avengers the, the 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 main cast by itself is going to get over you know six hundred million dollars. So why not add uh, Black Panther and Guardians fan base, and it's got to push it over close to a billion dollars. That's well, why I, I picked woo! it. I think it's by go, the end I of summer, a billion. Yeah, at the domestic box office. Yeah, hey man, I think so. I think Marcus it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be close. Okay. Well, okay, yeah, I think it's gonna I, be crazy. Wow. Okay, so we don't we don't select like how much dollar value it's gonna no, be. No, no, no. Okay. But, 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 but what are but you that's saying? Why I picked it. You, you, and you think it's going to do that's more what, than Black Panther? That's the thing I'm interested. No, 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 no. I don't think it's going to do more than Black Panther. How much did Black Panther well, do? Black Panther did six hundred. We're talking domestic. Oh, oh, domestic. Okay, sorry. Uh, no, just under Black Panther, I think. But okay. it's going to bring in the Black Panther and Guardians crowd, which is going to push it to number one for me. No, I, I certainly agree with it. Yeah, with, with that true. logic. Yes, I do think that it's. I mean, the the trailers have been kind of almost edited to feel like it's Black Panther two, which is right. both clever on their part and smart. Which our <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is, three. He'll probably be in it for a total of like ten minutes, but given I mean, how many 
characters there are. I mean, it seems like the last third is going to take place in Wakanda. Like, that seems like how, how it's going to be. But, um, I don't know. That battle sequence looks like it could be a different African country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, I mean, I mean Black, Black Panther's currently made $681 million right? in yeah. America, which is, by the way, ridiculous that that's happened. But, um, so it's, I mean, I wouldn't put it out of the question that Avengers Infinity War, a movie that combines all of these people, could make, you know, just as much money as that. But I do think it seems oh, like sure. an outside chance that it would get that high. I certainly think it's going to be high. I mean, that's why I have it at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should note, though, that uh, Avengers Infinity War, um, you know, the first Avengers did 623. Avengers Infinity, or sorry, Avengers Age of Ultron, 459. A little bit lower, yeah. Which is a come down from the first Avengers. Yeah. I. I think by def- just the nature of all of these characters being involved and making it more than just kind of another Avengers, but like the Avengers the, movie, yeah. <laughs> I'll be it's, curious. It's going to be the one to see. And here's my my logic: mm-hmm. repeatability. I think people are going to watch it more than once. And that goes for just, most of. Them. I mean, yeah, that's, sure, I, yeah. but I mean, that they're going to be like, "Oh, I can't believe that this guy or that gal died," and "Oh no, I've got to go see it again forty thousand times," and that's going to be a billion dollars. So do you think that Infinity War will make more than the Avengers from 2012? In the same yes. time span? I think so. I mean, it's, that's the other thing, too. It has a week on the rest of them now, too. It's, it's coming out this Friday, yeah, um, right. you know, a week earlier. Not that that makes like a ginormous difference, but I mean, it gives it just what? enough more time to, to become even when more. When was the original uh, release date? They've all they've all been like the May kickoff right. movie. Okay. Yeah, so this is the first I mean, this is in April now, you know, a week before, just you know, so it gives it just one more week if that makes any kind of difference. But then again, you have all these other movies also coming up. But I mean it's just gonna be you know, it's at the top of the summer, so it has all of summer to make all the money it's gonna make. Yeah. Um, all the money in the world. Will, will it make what comes after it? What, what's the week after? The week after is Overboard of Anna Faris. Obviously, that's going to be a that's huge thing. That's going to be huge. We all have that as our number four, I believe. Uh, that's so. the remake that's... of the Goldie Hawn yeah. movie? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, but, but wonderful. But roles reversed. <laughs> that always it's, it's, it's the Ghostbusters of under, of, it, of uh, <laughs> Overboard. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh, geez. It looks decent. Um. Wait, so so you don't think it's going to make as much as Black Panther? But will you be surprised if it does make more? I won't be surprised. I, be surprised. I just I, I I just as of now, six hundred eighty-one million dollars is a lot of money, and it's yeah. like yeah. I mean I I know Avengers is popular, but Black Panther. It's not just that it's popular; it's that it's you know it captured the zeitgeist. It was a thing right. that people hadn't yeah. seen before to that extent with that with this cast doing that right. kind of thing. So I'd, it I'd makes, also add no. that it, you know, it was released in February, and there probably weren't as many huge releases throughout its run either. Certainly not in the kind of event quality right. that Black Panther had. Yeah, I mean that makes that makes a difference as well. Yeah. But I mean, it's one thing to be something that's not out, you know, it's it, to stand out amongst the pack. But six hundred eighty-one million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's that's not, you know, nothing that's, to laugh at, and I think Avengers would be kind of close to it, but. Which again, if it's you know, if it does have, if there's a significant amount of Black Panther involved, that might make a difference as far as how much money it makes. Like that might be like right. I could almost see them like going back and re-editing the film <laughs> because it. I I don't. They didn't know that Black Panther would be the phenomenon that it was when they were making um, 
Infinity War. So, you know, I, I think that they're trying to sort of handle all the characters somewhat equally, but now, given Black Panther's status, I think it would be wise to sort of focus on him maybe a little more than some of the other characters. Yeah, I mean, I would. But I'm wondering if when they shot Black Panther, if, like, they knew what they had. So, uh, part of me is wondering, like, if yeah, if they did shoot Infinity War with all, intentionally a lot of Black Panther, because well, they be, knew that it was going to be huge. Well, to be clear, I mean, they do have to they test these movies, like, in test audiences, yeah. so I'm sure there is certainly a response they were aware of going into the release of Black Panther. But regardless, I mean, we got to keep moving. It, it, There's, like, yeah. nine other movies. It's going to be a big But, I mean, we all think Avengers is going to be number one. I We'll get to these other movies on this list, but I it's hard for me to think that any of these other ones could surpass the amount of money that Avengers is probably going to make at the box office. Yeah. Well, with all that said, let's get let's get to our number two because I know this one there's some there's some uh, there's not it's some, some flexibility, some flexibility in what people have on, on number two. Um, well, hey, let's start with you. What do you what's your number two? My number two is Incredibles two, and I, okay. I did have a, a strange uh, little war with myself because the last time that I didn't choose Jurassic World, it decided to just go gangbusters on me. Because uh, I was like, why would anyone want to watch a remake of Dinosaurs? And everyone was like, everyone wants to watch the remake of Dinosaurs. And I was wrong. But um, you, to be, I, to be clear, you had Jurassic World at like number four. seven or something. Yeah. Like, no, you had yeah, low. something, something low. But uh, I, I, I also was, was you overcompensated by having Independence Day as like your number one the next. Let's year. not talk about that movie. <laughs> but, but for Incredibles two, um, I also harken back to what what Aaron and and Scott had done. For finding Dory, and I was like, I was yeah. wrong about that as well. And everyone has been waiting for an, an Incredibles two picture. People who were children now have their own children, so there's like additional revenue there. So I was like, I'm just gonna go for it. So Incredibles two is my number two pick. Okay, Mark, what's your number two? Uh, Jurassic World: Colon Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, Thank that's mine as well. Yeah, <laughs> that that that's my pick as well. Why do you have Jurassic World there? Uh, I mean, I, I just think it's going to coast on the goodwill of the previous film. I think it's not for me exactly, but I just think that this kind of film is going to be a big hit with families and audiences. I just, I just think it's, it's, it was the last one. I mean, I guess it's, I just point to the success of the previous film, and uh, I just think this will continue that. I mean, I have the and Jordan, you have it a number yeah. two as well. Um, and pretty let's see we'll get to another one it's, it's in a second pretty, but every uh, yeah it's pretty, it, well, it's pretty it's pretty all over the place right. as far it's either, it's either incredibles or jurassic world with the exception of marcus you have deadpool 2 oh great i should have looked at everybody else's before i did i have deadpool 2 i you know i i have a, a lot of sarcastic burnout friends that loved deadpool 1 and they're i'm, I'm going off of that this is going to be the wonder woman of, of this year i i I, I really believe okay, that's, that's I, I have something logic. to Mark, but I have something to say to that. Deadpool two yeah. is rated uh-huh. is rated R. This that's is gonna, true. Yes. That's going to suppress it, even as much Deadpool as I think it's was rated be, R. Yeah, but it, it's not going to be the second biggest hit of the year or of exactly. the summer. Yeah. Okay. I like your confidence right. though, I really, because I really, I, I, I really think so. Yeah. I I. Okay. I, right. I like how you coined it the, the the Wonder Woman of the Year because I was also trying to find a Wonder Woman of the Year, which I think this year is a little bit more <clears> straight. The, the the difference of that uh, is the that Incredibles great. is the Wonder Woman of this summer. I think boom the, number two, baby. 
<laughs> recall, well, I mean, Wonder Woman was number one last year. I, I know, I know. <laughs> but okay. with, with Deadpool, I mean, with Deadpool, well, the yeah. first one came out in February, much like Black Panther. Um, I mean, $336 million, an R-rated action comedy. I mean, that, that's that's pretty big. So, I mean, and I think, you know, all of us have Deadpool 2 in, on our lists in various places. But, I mean, it's certainly, you know, going to make money. And sure. if it's, you don't you know, think the momentum is big enough to blow past Incredibles 2? I know I, Incredibles 2 is going to be like the feature kids movie, kids adult movie, take uh-huh. your kids to the movie theater movie. But Deadpool 2, I mean, it's got a huge fan base. I, I don't deny that. And I'm not, and I'm trying to support you in what I'm trying to say, but I think <laughs> at, at least, there's this. There's two paths. There's two paths it can go on. I mean, one is it, it, you know, it repeats the same success and becomes even bigger. It becomes like this breakout sequel from a film that already broke out the first time, but because it has like a, you know, a, a, a the the date before Memorial Day weekend, which is one of the best dates you can possibly have as far as releasing your movie because you have all that time. Um, it could be huge. It could be a giant thing. The la- the most recent trailer is the best trailer. Um, I, I don't deny that it's going to be popular. Even if it, even with the R rating, it still stands a chance to be, you know, a, a huge thing just because it's it a superhero. Like, uh, it's a superhero movie. Um, the Pirates of the Caribbean conversation all over again. I was also wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates did. Pirates did. All things considered, it did pretty well. Not, not, not as high one. as I wanted it, was, it to. Yeah. It was still. <laughs> but it was still, I it still just, wasn't the number one movie of the summer. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that I also like is that Marcus had predicted around Avengers about six hundred million. So Deadpool has got to make like five hundred million, which is quite a lot of money. Hey, it's possible. Let's do this. I like your confidence. For an R-rated movie, that's a lot. That's all I gotta say. I mean, it's you know, matching something like three hundred, your view, like like the first film that you know that's impressive right there. Yeah. Um, the films I'm trying to like best compare it to, as far as like a comedy that's opening around that time, are the Hangover films, honestly. Um, where like the, the first Hangover was really made 277. I mean, yeah. in, in June, the second one came out the same uh, Memorial Day weekend, made 254, a little lower than the first Hangover. But I mean, that's that's the best I can do as far as com- comparing it to something that's kind of familiar. Okay. So, so do you think this is going to do worse than the first one? I don't know. I have no idea. It's because it's such a unique property. Yeah. You mean box it's, office it's, wise? It's, it's a yeah, it's, it's a box superhero office. Movie, I'm willing to guess also- that it's going to do I... even. And, and yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it exceeded it, but I, I bet the if I had to guess the international grosses will be higher than last time. Mm. Okay, yeah. is Deadpool uh, before or after Solo? It's the week before Solo. So that could hurt it having Solo come. That could after. also that could also hurt Solo, which we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, if I was going to guess, I would say that Deadpool 2 would do slightly less than the original, but still, I mean, obviously do well. It'll do well. I, I, I think it's going to do well, for sure. I think it'll do slightly less than the first one, but will do better overseas, because I, I don't think the first one played in China, for one thing. I think this one will probably play in China this year. Like It's, it's things like that that kind of push it over the top. Um, I want to get to Jurassic World real quick, just because I didn't say anything about it, but I do think we'll be number two. I think yeah. the first Jurassic World made, like, what, 600-something million? Had a record-breaking opening weekend at yeah, the it's, time. it's pretty big. Uh, even if it comes yeah. down, like, you know, 30-ish percent, that's still, like, $400 million. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> right. So it's, I don't expect it to go down that much. Um, I expect it to be probably, like, a lean two-hour movie as opposed to the two-hour, two 50-minute Avengers it's most likely to be and whatever else. So it just it will be able to play as much as it needs to. Kids love dinosaurs. 
it, I mean, the logic just says Jurassic World to me. But yeah, I, I'm curious. So I don't think this movie is really meant for me. But what does everyone think of the trailer for this movie? Meh. I think it looks really uh this the really new dark. the new the, uh, the new one. No, I, I didn't see the new one. The new the new trailer. Uh, I think it. I really. I think it emphasizes that it's for Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. I think it emphasizes Jurassic that it's going to be a bit scarier, honestly. Yeah. And I and I'm curious if that's going to play as if that's going to give it an edge in some it, way. It didn't. It didn't captivate me, but I, you know, I again, I I'm, I probably am not the audience for this right. movie. So. I'd have to abstain. Because you haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder if the uh, the. Darko Tome heard it the box office. Or yeah, I'll be curious, but even the Lost World, which also you know this trailer, I mean the the ideas of this movie right. play very similar to Lost World. That movie was still you know giant. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like... so again, pretty much interchangeable. I mean, actually, I don't know, but I I, I did have a hard it's interchangeable time to uh, a by studio Jurassic World's number three then right that is correct yeah yeah and I have so. Incredibles in number two um or no, sorry number three um so like it's right there. Uh, but um, Mark, do you have Incredibles number three? Uh, no, I do. Not. Let's I do. let's move on. <laughs> no, I I have Incredibles at number three. Yes. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, if Incredibles. I mean, the lot. Abe, you've said everything that I basically have to say about Incredibles. I just think if I'm balanced, this is the this is the one of the ones that I'm the most curious about as far as Incredibles two versus Jurassic World because I do think they're going to be duking it out the most. Uh, yeah, agreed. So th- this movie is meant for me. This one I am <laughs> dying for. Yeah. I would put this at number one in, in terms of my own excitement level. And, I, and I'm very excited about Infinity War, but uh, Incredibles 2 is something I'm very antici- very much anticipating. Yeah, no, it, it is. I, I, I'm in terms of we'll talk about kind of expected quality of these later on. But yes, as far as. Incredibles 2 goes, I, I it's certainly one of the most anticipated movies I have of this summer. Like it just looks like a ton of fun to hear I, seeing Michael Giacchino tweet like videos of, of his band of his, you know, <laughs> yeah. his, his his crew doing the score and just all that brass. Like it's just it it's just so like exciting to see more of this. Like that and the soundtrack is certainly a huge part of that for me. I just I, I love the Incredibles theme mm-hmm. and just getting like to have more of that in a new adventure involving all of these people. Um, uh, and like the first one, I mean, the first one is you know tied as far, as far as my favorite Pixar movies go. But it's just that cast is so good. Yeah. Like, so it's like, it, and it's just getting more of that. The story was 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 incredible as well. I mean, no pun intended there, but it's just that it was a superhero family that's now can't use their powers, and all of a sudden they have to deal with that. That was it was really uh, captivating because I think you've mentioned before the James Bond esqueness of it. And also the Fantastic Fourness of it, but also just everything about it was really, really well done. So, Aaron, you said The Incredibles it was your favorite Pixar film? It's tied for my favorite Pixar oh, okay. film. Okay, so yeah. I, I would agree with that as well. I would even go further and say it's possibly my favorite superhero film. I, I kind of – I'm a big fan of the original Superman as well, but like – the Incredibles, I think, is one of the greatest superhero movies. So, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's on not, my not. it's on my list. It's on my list of favorite movies. And since there are only, only dark, the Dark Knight, is there's only a, there's only a couple movies on my list that are superhero movies that are my fa- my favorite movies list. So yeah, I would I would agree. It's also one of my favorite, like if not, <laughs> it's certainly competing for that top spot as far as best superhero movie goes. Yeah. But, uh, I, just, no, yeah, I, I, mean, I still as, want it to be good though. 
That's yeah. I, I mean, I have the best hopes for it. I, I'm pretty optimistic. They've got they've got a, a banging poster with uh, all the sunglasses. Uh, uh, or actually, it's not sunglasses. It's actually their mask uh, tans. So it's great. Oh, that summer one. Yeah, yeah. that's a fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, as far as like its potential at the box office, yeah, I mean. Much like Dory, which Scott and I correctly predicted would be the number one movie that, of that summer. I, I was still shocked. <laughs> you had to get that in there, right? Yeah. Hey, facts are facts, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, this is coming, you know, a long time after. Like, Abe, you mentioned, you know, the, the people that saw this grew up and now have kids of their own that would like mm-hmm. to see this. I mean, it's coming in the time where the first Incredibles was not around when superheroes were all the rage. They're just kind of the rage. And now superheroes are all the rage. It's like, well, yeah, that seems to add up to... People want to see this movie. It's a kids, you know, friendly movie, presumably. So, and you know, animated films, let alone kid friendly films, do well in the summer because they can do that. They can go see yeah. those movies. It's just a matter of does that, and I don't think it does quite. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's a hard thing to match. Um, but if the if this one does as you know better than Jurassic World, I won't be surprised. Honestly. I, I I almost debated like will Incredibles two be big enough to be number one of the summer? I, I like, did I'll, debate that as well. I, I, I wouldn't too. be surprised. I'd be happy for it. I think that you know the nostalgia factor mixed with what it is, mixed with it being again, I do think this plays a factor. Probably being under two hours, all of those things could add up to being like you know what this just comes in and surprises everybody um, to that degree. Um, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, well, let's get to Marcus. Is this? Oh jeez. Yeah, okay. where you go? <laughs> As number three? Yeah. This is number three, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I put, I put uh, Solo a Star Wars story. Make it and why, why have that there? Um. Okay. So, so three, four, and five were kind of a. It, they were the, these were the hardest ones for me. Uh, they were all kind of interchangeable for me. Um, and, and uh, I guess when I reveal my pixel, I'll let you know why. But Solo, I think the fan base is there. I'm really amped for this. This is kind of a a me pick. Uh, I'm really amped. I, I I loved I've loved everything new Star Wars has put out. So I mean I'm I'm I think the fan base alone is is gonna make it at least in the top five. Well, for me in the top three. Yeah, no, there's there's nothing. I mean, I have Solo at number four. Uh, I think, right? Do I? Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, wait, do I? Yeah, I do. yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I also have solo at number four. I also have it at number four. Yeah, I mean, none, none of us didn't. I mean, it's Star Wars. It's hard to find. It's hard to. Right. It's hard to not have Star Wars higher. It just. I'm just. I guess my concern is we just had the last cool. Jedi. Um, and normally, like more Star Wars doesn't seem like a bad thing. Like we're just we're just talking about how Black Panther's coming, and this is in Avengers is like a Black Panther sequel almost. Right. This, although, is like, well, it's not. It's you know, it's just this disconnected Star Wars movie, and it's weird because I'm gonna have to like talk it down now, even though I still think it's gonna make like a ton of money. But like, you know, it's not an episodic film. It's not something fresh necessarily as far as what we're doing. It's just more of like, hey. That guy that's played by one of your favorite actors, he's not here, but the guy he's playing is there. <laughs> I, was gonna, uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say he's one of all the Iron Wreck is one of your favorite actors, and then you corrected the sentence. So, um, and this is coming from it, you who loves Star Wars, and imagine how me, a guy who's just like I'm okay with it, feels. 
So I mean, it's sort of the idea is the equivalent is kind of like Rogue One. It's the sort of offshoot of the Star Wars story. Rogue One did 532 million, which is right. you know mm-hmm. not too shabby. I don't think it will do as much as that, but I still think it will be successful enough to make it the fourth biggest hit of the summer. I think the thing with Rogue One is that it came out in December and it has a long time to just do as much business as it's going to do. Also, just being a Star Wars movie again that you know always plays a role. But it Solo has is a coming different out feel as well. From Solo, Solo has a different feel. Yeah. It's coming out you know in the middle of a bunch of other movies coming out. Um, is it a I week after Deadpool? It's a week after. It's a Memorial Day weekend, so, so which is the typical, which is the original Star Wars day. That's when all the other Star Wars movies before these new ones started coming out came out. They came out on Memorial Day. Like, so I, I have a like a little dis- topic for discussion regarding Solo. So Ron Howard replaced Phil Lord and Chris Miller of mm-hmm. Lego fame mm-hmm. as directors, or as the director. What do you guys think about that? Is that like it's not even doesn't even matter? I think that's. I mean, well. I think as far as people seeing the movie go, that's contained to film Twitter um, as far as what effect that will have. But even, right, but that, does, it, does it speak – and also uh, Rogue One also had issues behind the scenes, and it, it didn't did, seem to yeah. affect it. But right. does that mean there are some kind of problems behind the scenes, or is that still like, yeah, it's much ado about nothing? I think it's, I think it's more the latter because you know, after Rogue One was released and a few months later there was like – you know, the director, was, there was actually more extensive issues than, than originally was was told to public audiences. So Aaron has mentioned this before. I mean, Ron Howard has done 80% plus reshoots on this movie. So it's basically a Ron Howard film now. So I think it's kind of much ado about nothing. Also, standard audiences, they're probably not going to care about all that, that backstory. And they probably don't even know if, what Phil, Phil Lord and Chris Miller have directed. They, they, yeah, for one thing, they don't know. They don't really pay attention to this thing. They just see, hey, there's a Star Wars movie coming. I'm going to go see that. Also, any one of us that knows that this has happened, none of us are like, well, they changed directors. I'm not going to see a new Star Wars movie now. That's just not a thing <laughs> anyone says. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if anything, you're more curious because you're like, well, what's this going to be? It, it, now, if the movie's... If the movie's, you know, terrible, which I don't expect because Kathleen Kennedy is a boss and knows what she's doing. Right. Um, <laughs> which, which, you know, tangent but related, this is also another thing about Last Jedi. It's like, you think Kathleen Kennedy will let a bad movie slide past her? No, look what she did with this. She fired the directors. So, you know, but more support if, for, for Last as Jedi. As I say, if the, if, the movie was t- if the movie's actually, like, terrible or at the at more a more believable understanding, just incredibly average – then that might limit people seeing it again, you know, in the midst of all these movies coming out. They're like, why do I need to see Star Wars again? It was yeah. okay. So that, that that could potentially lower its chances at the box office. But that said, I've heard a lot of things about it that is supposed to be pretty good. And so I, um, I kind of expect people who want to not only see this movie, but see it again. Yeah, uh, I, I do find it a little <laughs> just ironic that a movie called Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, the character that seems to be generating the most positive buzz is Donald Glover yeah, uh, as uh, Lando. <laughs> He's killing yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Everything's coming up Glover. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I mean, people love Atlanta, you know? Yeah, he's got he's got Atlanta, he's got uh, his rap career, and he's got... Uh... Like, some more, like, buzz for Atlanta, should I write about every week? And yeah. And he's super happy to watch all the time because it's great. But, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Lando certainly... No, Lando and like Chewbacca in this latest show was like, oh, this is a great Chewbacca movie too. Apparently, he's gonna be all this thing. <laughs> like, I can't wait for that. Yeah, those are like as far as excitement for this movie goes. For one thing, I do like Ron Howard. Um, oh, he's great. 
it's been a it's been a minute since he's directed like an amazing movie. We really loved Rush on this podcast. Loved it. Loved it. This, this was ago, this was really a gift I think that Ron Howard got. I mean, oh, to be right. able to direct this film. And we we mentioned this before, but Ron Howard is like great friends of George. I mean, he's in George Lucas's you know one of his seminal movies, American Graffiti. But they've also been like amazing friends throughout the decades. And he was even going to direct one of the prequels at one point before Lucas is like, nah, I'm just going to do the whole thing. Um, so it's like it's not like un, it's not unheard of that that Howard would be involved in Star Wars in some capacity. Like so, it's if the, you know if you're going to replace directors midway, if not more, through shooting. Ron Howard's a pretty good substitution. I mean, he's an accomplished director. He's, he's an Oscar-winning director. I mean, he's, he's doing it. He's doing, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's in a plenty Kathleen Kennedy, you know, she's not just like, all right, let's just make this as good as we can <laughs> and, like, and just jut it out into theaters. She's going to do the best job she can to, you know, make a, produce a good movie. So I, I'd i like to think that Star, the Stolo movie is going to not only be entertaining, but, you know, entertaining enough for people to be like, yeah, why would I not want to see Star Wars over and over again at the box office? That, you know, that's what we do with Star Wars movies. So, but but yeah, I, it, I think this have it pretty high here. Like, none of us have it. I'm looking at all these lists. None of us have it, you know, anywhere under the top five. So, I mean, does this come out in 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 in, in comparison to uh, Incredibles 2? Are they two. far enough away from, Incredibles from each other? June, um, Geez, June thirteenth or something like that. June fifteenth is Incredibles two. June 15th, yeah. So and it's, Solo it's is May twenty fifth. Month. Yeah, I think they have. They could have crossover fan base. That's a, all these movies have. I mean, all of us are going to see well, all these movies. So like, no, no, no. Yes, for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Just one other thing, though, I just wanted to mention. So Ron Howard, you know, the biggest. Uh, grossing film that he's ever had is How the Grinch Stole Christmas that did 260 million. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the biggest movie he's ever directed. I mean, I mean I, Grinch movie it is will classic. make more than 260 million. But I know this will make more than 260 million. So that's yeah. kind of interesting. I mean, with inflation, late... you know, the paper made like 500 million dollars. But I mean, we don't have to get into. I'm kidding. But I mean, you know, that's, a, <laughs> that's a great movie. <laughs> it is a great movie. It's a, it's a podcast favorite. This podcast. Yeah, people should go see it. Actually, I'm curious what his inflated movies With are. With the most? Inflation. Yeah, you know, even it's still, even it's still infl- French. It's still his biggest. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Apollo 13 and uh, Da Vinci Code are like pretty high as far as inflation goes. Yeah, that Da Vinci series is okay. No, it's not. It's terrible. It's yeah, terrible. Uh, I wanted to give him some credit. We were just praising him. Come on. Uh, if it matters, worldwide, Da Vinci Code is his biggest movie. Um, easily. But, uh, but yeah, that, that Grinch movie. <laughs> yeah, anyhow, we've got a, we've got another one looking. We're looking forward to this this coming holiday season. Oh yeah, another Grinch movie coming. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch. So you know, we got that going. Let's get to our number fives, um, which a lot of us, or at least I do, I have Deadpool too. Um, since Mark has so clearly said that there's only certain movies that we have, I assume you have Deadpool too. Your number five as Correct. well. Correct. <laughs> hey, what do you got? Brilliant. I had the same thing. Deadpool too. Deadpool too. Okay. Um, and for the most part, we're all pretty on board with all of this. Yeah, I mean, the three for five slot is interchangeable. I'm not doing that. Like, no, no, we're, we're definitely not. I, yeah, I mean, we don't have Marcus on to make fun of Marcus. This is the Marcus roast. No, that, I, I would get prepared for that, for sure. <laughs> but I think we've, we've talked enough about Deadpool 2 already, I think. But, you know, we all... <laughs> We have the same kind of thoughts about it. Marcus, you have Jurassic World as your number five. Any any reason why it's fairly low? 
I well, you know, like like I said, I, I think three, four, and five were really those were really rough for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really confident in my Deadpool two pick for some reason. Okay, but three, three, four, and five were kind of interchangeable for me. So, uh, it, I mean, Jurassic World, I could have put it at number three. I put it, I put three as Solo just because of the fan base. Incredibles, I could have interchanged in, in it could have been interchanged with Jurassic World, but Pixar. So I put Jurassic World just kind of ended up at five. Again, I don't, I don't think there's going to be too necessarily too much surprise of any of these. I mean. You know, most of us have solo at four. It's like that could easily be high. Like that, it's a Star Wars movie. It's hard to say like this is not going to make as much money compared to these other two things because yeah. it's Star Wars. Like that's a that's a hard statement to be pressed on to make. So it's like I wouldn't be surprised if that goes higher. In Jurassic World, I mean, yeah, it, it could fall under the weight of some of these other movies yeah, that are people, just as you right. know big. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I think for, that there is some perhaps uh, there could be some fatigue with with uh, all these movies. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Jurassic World did fall to five. I think the only big surprise... I, I would be... Uh, but, no. well, in terms of, like, the dollar of, standards... Mark with like, the voice like, of reason. I'll, I'll just... I'll point this out for Jurassic World, because I know there's a certain level of down, downward thoughts on the Jurassic Park series, as far as, you know, especially with Jurassic World, for whatever reason. But I also think those are largely contained to the Internet, I think, in general. Oh, people let alone, let, let alone Jurassic World did get, like, 79% Rotten Tomatoes. It's not like critics hated Jurassic World, but also, it made a shit ton of money. Yeah, like, it's not it, like, it it made like that. It quite movie. a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, because people, I know there's a lot of, you know, bashing on Jurassic World for whatever reason, and it's particularly Colin Trevorrow for some reason, as if, like, he did, like, this horrible hate crime by making a movie that people liked and saw. Um, but, <laughs> but in general, peop- audiences that aren't, you know, people on podcasts, people on Twitter all day, like dinosaurs they like jurassic park movies they go and see them so it's hard to think like it would have a a giant drop off again i do think it'll be top five in some capacity i think it's gonna be number two but i I, the word's out and J J. bayona um the director he's he's a good director i like i like what he does (laughs) i i look forward to i look forward to his take on jurassic park that's that's for sure um but yeah, a lot of us have dip. I'm trying to look at everybody else's list, too. I'll kind of go over them as I can to see if there's any differences. Alan Aguilera, um, he has Solo at number five and Jurassic World at number three. Um, everybody else is pretty similar. I went back and forth on Deadpool and uh, Ant-Man. Huh. I, I think I put Deadpool before Ant-Man, but I sort of flip-flopped on that. Yeah, well, we'll get to That's that. Let's let's get to you know the six through tens now where things really take a take a take a oh, turn yeah. for some of us. Um, but um, let's see, let's start. Well, let's start with Marcus. Marcus, what do you, what's your number six? Hotel Transylvania three, uh-huh. and just just because I think it has enough, it's enough space away from The Incredibles two that it's gonna it's gonna be like the second big. <laughs> cartoon of uh of the summer and i looked at the past box office numbers for that and it, it people watch this movie i i've never yeah. seen one of them yeah so yeah it's something that, was, that was still fun. continues to confuse aaron and i it doesn't confuse me people like adam zandler it's an animated <laughs> movie like in i've never been yeah. confused by this like i don't i i saw the first one and i think it's i and i never saw the second one but i get it it's a pg monster movie with adam zandler and a bunch of his friends like 
they, Adam Sandler does well, does well without monsters in his movies. So <laughs> the added bonus of having an animated movie go on top of it, yeah, it's pretty friendly. And it come, they came out in September, you know, an area that's the just best general, month. Well, it does it's, it? It's an area that doesn't cater to people necessarily as far as other months go. So you know, that's something quote unquote special by comparison. It's, it's definitely at least domestically the crown jewel in Sony Pictures animation. Um, it it always does. It's their by far biggest hit. So by giving it a summer release date um, and it being an animated movie in a realm where there aren't many animated movies, right. let alone kid-friendly movies coming out, that's a, that's a, that's a good spot. <laughs> it's, it's not. Uh, it's All a right. good spot for it to make money. <laughs> All right. Um, Mark, what, what's your number six? I did uh, Mission Colon Impossible Dash Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, Tom Cruise, he, he isn't – he doesn't really have huge hits when he's not doing the Mission Impossible franchise. But Mission Impossible plus Tom Cruise usually equals fairly decent box office returns, and I think uh, there will be – I don't think this movie will be huge. There's a big difference between the top five and then my, my bottom five in the top ten, but I think Mission Impossible has enough fans that will push it to number six. Yeah, I have the same logic. I'll also add this is the first Mission Impossible that's going to be in 3D in America. Ooh, uh huh. Adds to it. Yeah. Uh, which um, you know that that is extra money <laughs> being yeah. made. Um, I think as a as opposed to being a superhero movie, although you can debate whether Ethan Hunt is superheroic or not, um, it is a straight up action movie, which gives it something of a you know a separation from other action movies coming out in the summer. Um, it's not sci-fi. It's not you know people in capes. It's Tom Cruise getting into you know Crap, brawls and stuff. car chases and whatnot. So it's it. Um, what's Angela the Rogue Bassett Nation? Is there? There's a there's a giant yeah. cast here actually, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I will note what the um, Rogue Nation. Um, that did like 190. It did 179 yeah. if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, which was uh, it was a bit down from Ghost Protocol, but Ghost Protocol Ghost came out. Yeah, it came out. That came out in December um, of 2011, and also had that kind of that IMAX spectacle aspect right. thrown onto it. Uh, Rogue Nation. Oh, sorry, one nine. I was I was off. One ninety five. Um, I said it one ninety. Okay. Um, I'll be curious if it goes higher. This is the what the <laughs> the sixth um, one. Seventh one. This is the sixth there Mission Impossible film. We're in a weird place where growing in that high of number doesn't make you go drastically down in the way it used to. So um, I'll, I'll be curious if it goes. Well, I mean, they high. haven't gone to space yet like they used to, so that's <laughs> that's definitely a plus. Thanks, thanks a lot, Fast and Fast and Furious you, franchise. You you can't blame Fast. They haven't gone to space yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to. And, and we haven't seen this mission. Impossible. That was a Fast and Furious reference. No, it's just space? that it's just that uh, no 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 the the space reference is more for Leprechaun Four. Leprechaun Four, Jason, like a lot of franchises tend to go to space eventually. Or what about yeah. uh, James Bond and Moonraker? Moonraker, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. So anyway, uh, for hey, what do you have at number six? Do you have Mission Impossible? I do not have Mission Impossible. I have, have? Ocean's Eight. Wow, that's high. I, I I kind of agree, but I was kind of doing Girl some power. math logic. Yeah, I was doing some <laughs> math logic with the way that you guys were doing it as well. And Sandra Bullock, she makes movies that people go see. And 
So I, I'm I'm making a gamble here. Ocean What's League. the where's the logic that puts Sandra Bullock at number six of the box office in the summer? That's a great question. And because like what's like the last big one was like what the Heat? Yeah, I think that, that was like was, number ten or nine, right? I think that it was kind of a lower entry, but but I I this is kind of like a flawed logic as well. Well, so but I'll, I'll support Abe. It's not just Sandra Bullock. It's Kate Blanchett. Kate, it's Anne Kate Hathaway. Kate. It's Mindy Calling. It's Sarah Paulson. It's Rihanna. Oh, it's somebody Price named cameo Aqua, for Matt Damon, maybe Aquafina, who I don't know Which who that is. Is a, but, is a water brand. Um, she doesn't spell that way, but uh, I I have a uh, I have some strange confidence, and also it, it's we'll get to it in the seven through tens because I was also trying to do some math with regard to where the sixes fall and where I have my one through five. So. Um, I'm curious. I, I do. I do have some confidence with Ocean's Eight, and uh, we'll see where it, where it happens. Well, well, we'll talk more about Ocean's Eight as we go along. Yeah. But uh, Jordan, what's your number six? And uh, Ant Man. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be just a, a surprise hit, uh, more than people think. <laughs> I mean, I have it at my number seven. I have Mission Impossible number six, by the way. But I have it at number uh, Ant Man number seven. I mean, and I that was another one where I debated which one will be higher because Ant Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did I mean Ant Man did I think that did I think um, it did like two hundred right No it did it did like one seven one eighty Okay it did one eighty and it's a sequel and it's coming out July fourth so it has a good um a good shot at you know the yeah the other part that I have for logic on Ant Man is um it comes out after the Infinity War so people will probably be curious uh, if there's gonna be anything that uh, might might give them some clues but Marvel's pretty good about these standalone movies so. Well, I thought about putting it higher, too, at one point. Yeah, I mean, you said you called it a surprise hit. I don't think any Marvel Cinematic Universe movie well, could like, be considered a surprise being, uh, hit. A bigger hit than, like, than doing people, better than the first one. Than there, people are, oh, oh, so you think I, it'll top the original? I think, uh, yeah. Ant-Man? I think it'll top the original. Yeah. Marvel sequels tend to top their, you know, yeah. their originals. But I don't know about um, by, by a large margin, so that's, that's why I have it. I also have it at number seven. Yeah, Isn't I mean, Ant-Man their lowest-grossing film so far. Um, uh, that's probably true. Don't know, actually. Uh, no, I think it's probably Hulk. Um, but let me let me look. Let me see. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Hulk and first and the first Avenger actually. The, first Avenger, interesting. The first Avenger didn't make. I mean, it it did well. It did it did okay. I mean, it you know it became what it is, but yeah, yeah it did super hot the first the first time out. Um. But regardless, yes, it is on like the lower tier, and because it's a more lighthearted Marvel series, and it doesn't have too much connection to everything going on. But now, yeah, after Infinity War, I'll just be curious if people will be like, yeah, we should see more of these um, right away, uh, mm-hmm. to the extent that it should make it that much money. I, again, I have a number seven, and same. I, I was, yeah, I was curious if it's going to do as well as, um, or like what, what it's going to do against Mission Impossible. I think those two are kind of a toss up because, like, like Mark, you said, after number five, you know, things go from potentially 300 million down to like skirting with 200 million. Yeah, like that seems like the, it's going to be that, you know, it's a, it's a big drop there. So I'll be curious if Tom Cruise or Paul Rudd is the bigger, people love that non-aging Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. If, if the goodwill for Marvel and superhero movies is enough to be like, Hey, July 4th, let's go see the new Ant-Man movie. Then yeah, yeah it'll, it'll... The, the you know you have what Evangeline Lily Lily as um the wasp you yeah. know that's as a co lead that you know brings in a more more Michael Douglas more more Michael Douglas <laughs> shrinking buildings 
So I'll be (laughs) and like based off the trailer, I don't quite know if this takes place after Infinity War or before Infinity War. I'll be curious if that plays a role, too, as far as the curiosity people have about. uh, I don't think it'll matter, though. I mean, I think not necessarily I think so either. I think I think, the I think it's, it's like its own standalone kind of yeah. thing. So. so I mean, we get in the question a lot of, hey, are Marvel or are superhero movies ever gonna fall out of favor? And it's like, again, the answer is kind of just if they're done, if they're well made, probably not. So, and Marvel tends to make good superhero movies. I, I should reveal my seventh pick now, anyway, because it's also Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, and. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm I'm dying to find out if Aaron and my lists are going to change at some point because yes we we are very lucky. <laughs> Did you guys do this together again? No. <laughs> we we were similar last year too, so I mean, but yeah. You know. this, this is actually the part of the movie where we find out that Mark and Aaron are the same person. Yeah. And then like uh, John Cusack wakes up. I've never seen him in the same yeah in the same room at the same time. It's a great point, Marcus. Oh. Excellent it's point. Hard. As far as, different, as far as differences go, and we'll talk more about these, I'm sure, as we go on, but um, Terrence, Terrence Johnson, friend of the show, first time on the Summer Gamble, he has Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, number seven, mm-hmm. um, and he has Ant-Man, number ten. Um, let's see. And Jordan, what's your number seven, actually? Oh, what is it? Oh, Ocean's Eight. Yeah, you and Alan have the same number seven. Yeah. Ocean's Eight. I'm looking at it. I feel like I should have bumped Mission Impossible up a few notches, but I think you're fine. Well, we're officially recording now, so you can't. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna do it right now, anyway. No, uh, I'm gonna keep it. No, I think Ocean's Eight, like uh, like you mentioned before, has the uh, added bonus of a great cast, uh, goodwill behind it from the other Ocean's movie. It's gonna be huge. I'll be curious what if that adds up. If there yeah. is enough good, well, I'll say this because I like the Ocean's movies, and people liked them enough to get to three movies, mm-hmm. and. People generally seem to like Ocean's 13 more. I think it's the weakest of the three. Um, but I'll also wonder, does that matter? Does it matter if it's, you know, I if what the opinions are on those Ocean's movies versus what this new Ocean's I, movie is? I want to venture no. Yeah, I think it'll get there without the goodwill. Well, and people just like a good heist movie. I, I, I think I, an all-female cast counts Yeah, and I think this girl you, Sandra power, sells tickets. all-female all spin on yeah. the... You know, Ocean's trilogy is going to be a major push for this film, and I think even if for it's, people who have never seen Oceans before. Yeah, I I think I think that, and, and also the cast is intriguing. I I like the collection of actors that they've uh, assembled. I think that, that could be a really good chemistry. You know, if if it's done, pr- of course, it needs to be a well written movie. So that's going to be important. It is the um, it is the who first Ocean. Uh, well, uh, Gary Ross, I, well, he's directing. I think well, he Gary directs, Ross. I think he also. Let me see. He wrote it, and I think he's, he did the story. And like Soderbergh's involved to some, like because he and Soderbergh, Gary Ross, they're good buddies. friends. So yeah, yeah, they're buddies. So it's like they're Soderbergh, he, like edited the movie. Yeah, Gary something. Ross and Olivia. Gary Milch. Ross and Olivia Milch uh, wrote this, oh, which yeah. you know, who for all I know could be a uh, you know a synonym for for they're one of a pseudonym. Yes, I I corrected myself. Uh, But it could be a pseudonym for for Soderbergh, because he does that. Um, But uh, let's see, see, Ocean's movies, they've all progressively done worse, but this is the first Ocean's movie in over ten years, which you can say the same about a lot of movies that did really well, such as Jurassic World, for example, or the Pixar movies. Now, it's not the same, obviously, but as you guys have mentioned, yes, you have an all-female cast here, a new group of people to follow, not just the same crew doing another kind of thing. 
it's a heist movie, so it's different than everything else coming out. It's not a superhero movie. It's not an action movie. It's more of a character comedy with a lot, a lot of actors that people tend to like. I see it doing well. I, I agree with you guys. It's a, little, it's a little lower on my list. We'll get to that, but I still think it's, you know. Also, I think a lot of people were dying to see what Rihanna would do next after Valerian. And it's, it's you know, she's, it's this. She's pretty good in so. Valerian. And Battleship, of course. Oh, right. Of course. What the hell is that? That's her line from <laughs> Battleship. <laughs> Including the break in her voice. But, um, <laughs> we missed Tim Riggins, by the way. For a new for a new Oceans movie, I mean, yeah, it's got certainly has a lot of potential. The not that these will be a major factor going into it, but I am aware that the the um because of how people are and how very specific people are, the trailers for the Oceans Eight movies have been downloaded a whole bunch because there is that That's population nice. of people that do that. There's yeah. that, the same thing that went into all the Ghostbusters panning and whatnot. Um, which you can only this will play a role in the kind of audience yeah. votes as well um, to quote unquote sabotage things as they were. Well, yeah. Whether that plays into box office or not, I doubt it. But it's certainly no. something to point out as far as uh, like guys that hate things. <laughs> I, I also <laughs> just want to point out that everybody on that cast also has more money than everybody who downvoted those videos. <laughs> I just want to say that. You know, so nothing that you're going to downvote is going to make you richer. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's all the separate. Let's <laughs> see if any, anyone's not lining up. Just to um, point out. Yancey, but we're going to get to what yeah, uh, that. Um, let's get to our number eight. Um, sorry, Marcus. Marcus, what's your number eight? Uh, skyscraper. Uh, the Rock on top of a skyscraper <laughs> with Nev Campbell. Leg. And Nev Campbell. Hopefully she's not in the movie that much, but one leg. What? What? Who, like he's doing all this stuff with two legs right now. Imagine with one leg, he's he's gonna. I don't know. I he's gonna do major box office draw. Let's grab the poster. I, hey, yeah. he has one leg. <laughs> one leg at the end. He's he's holding himself up with one leg. I don't know how many times you've said one leg, but whoever I, counts it and tells us, you'll get a prize. <laughs> No, I just like The Rock. And The Rock in the summer, how can you go wrong? That's that's my number eight. Yeah, you're kind of not wrong with The Rock there. I mean, I, I've, I've been surprised by his uh, his just run of seemingly releasing a movie every quarter. Um, it's Skyscraper, it's a, it's a serious movie, right? It's, it feels not... kind of serious. I mean, it's, it's his family being taken probably more serious than, It's probably more serious than Rampage or Jumanji. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, it's more of a diehard type movie. But than more it, serious it, than, than Central uh, Intelligence or yeah, We're the Pillars. It, it certainly yeah, feels that way. Yeah. Yes. It's the same director. It's the same director. Yeah. But yes, it, it, I mean, there's no you know co-lead with Kevin Hart, yeah. Marcus favorite or something like that to kind of make it you know, less uh, or more, yeah. uh, right. more palatable. Spirit. But that uh, said, Rock has a very specific brand. Um, he likes to make entertaining movies for audiences. So even if it's you know more serious, it'll still like work. In as far as people would, I expectedly walk out thinking I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. And the Rock, he also look good. He also likes to show up at the showings of his movies and and meet the crowd and stuff. So how dare he try to raise his cinema score? He's a master of promotion. Yeah, he is. People love him, and uh, you know he's a very charismatic uh, guy. I mean, his his trajectory has been incredible, you know, starting from WWE stuff through, uh, was it Scorpion King? And then now just, 
he's he's anchoring movies. So this guy is super charismatic. He he does bonkers at the box office. Um, I, I'm not surprised. And he's 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 Maui. So you know, there's no way that you can get around that. Um, Yancey also agrees with you, Marcus, with skyscraper number eight. So, um, but then we start moving into some variation here. And let me see. I'd be I put Mission Impossible, but again, I feel like the the bottom few are a little bit more interchangeable. Right. Uh, yeah. Kind of spill in here that. and there. I'm curious what you have, Mark, for your number eight. In, I mean, there's only one movie that could be at number eight, and that's Ocean's Eight. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, you sir. Extra gold star right came now. Out, it was my number seven. And Ocean's Eight is my number eight. That's I, and that's why it's my number eight because it's give, called Ocean's Eight. Give I him like the that. $10, and that's the only. Re- no, give I mean, him the ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I think it'll. I think it'll be a success, and we've already discussed the right. the reasons why. I think it, they've they're, the twist on the oceans uh, thing is is I think is novel enough that it will push it into the top ten. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Does anybody know how much the Ghostbusters remake did? Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, I had this. It's like one forty something. Okay. I just had this up. Uh, it did. I mean, it still made it to the top ten. It did. That's what I would gauge this. One twenty eight. That was close. Okay. Oh. Uh, what Ocean's Eight? That movie. Uh, yeah. I, I would. You know. You don't think so? This it's, is less of a. Do better than Ghostbusters. Oh, it, I don't know. I think. I, I, think, it's that. Do... I think it'll do them around the same. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to do better. That's why I have it at my number six. But um, in terms of, I think that there's there's fewer people that are like, Ghostbusters is a better movie. You know, we can go and just keep watching those. That just feels um, like a different property altogether from the other Ocean's movies, like what we just discussed. So no, yeah, I, I think it's an ex- That's exactly what it is. There's there's a lot of. There's not there's not a white male contingent that's like you can't replace our Ghostbusters like and it, or at least it's less strong than the Ocean's movies. They don't yeah. feel as passionate as as they do about Ghostbusters. So it, it'll <laughs> by default it doesn't it doesn't need Gary Ross like going for months on Twitter and on social media and interviews saying how much we need to not only make a good movie but fight against the bullies that are right. going against us yeah. in the same way that Paul Feig unfortunately had to do like you had to keep playing up that card the entire run during the, the Ghostbusters kind of press tour you know, press tour and whatnot which is which is unfortunate um, and I also I wish that movie was better the Ghostbusters movie it's I had fun with it I think it, it's but, fine yeah I, I think it's fine it's it, just, it wasn't it, you know, as terrible as people were making it out to be and... well it was I mean well people were making it out there's no people making it out to be it was more of People didn't see it sight unseen. We're just bashing that's it. True. They just hated like, on it yeah. before you know it was even seen. Um, I I'm just saying I wish like it was even better so I can you know really say suck it essentially. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, Ocean's Eight. I have more confidence in as far as yes the kind of pre-release chatter around it because everyone's been more or less excited about this movie since seeing that first image like last year when people, when they just like saw it. It's like oh this movie can't wait. Yeah, as opposed, I, as yeah as we have been talking about it for for. Like a year plus now. Mm-hmm. I, for some apparent reason, when you were remaking Ghostbusters, you were destroying people's childhood. But I don't think there is that feeling about the Ocean's Eleven franchise. Well, you know, those baby boomers were really upset when they were like, "Oh, Frank Sinatra had it better than you guys did." It's like, yeah. Hey, what's your number eight? My number eight <laughs> is Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm, whoa. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, we talked about it just briefly as well, of just the whole entire uh, Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation. They've made around $200 million, so I, I'm not expecting this one to to go, you know, crazily over those. I I mean, it's just, like, number eight. Like, it, I know. If you have, know. You have Ant-Man at number seven... I think Ant-Man's yeah, going to make $200-something million. Well, you're expecting, well, with the logic you have, you have Ocean's 8 going to make over $200, 200 million. And, yeah, over $200 Which, million. I mean, I'm all for the it's success. It's a lot of money. That seems, that's a lot of money for that movie to make, and I just yeah. don't see it. If no other Ocean's movie's ever made that much money, I don't know if Ocean's 8's going to be the one that suddenly does that. Sandra Bullock's uh, sending everybody tickets in Austin right now. Yeah, but, I mean, kids are <laughs> kids are nostalgic for dinosaurs. They're not nostalgic for heist movies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. One's practical, and one is 600 million years old. Come on now, kids. Be practical. The practical one is I, possible. To, <laughs> to, Ape, to Ape's credit, I could see Ocean's 8 breaking out. I mean, I don't know if it's, it will. It's kind of, you know, we talked about that whole entire, like, where is there a movie that's going to do better than everybody expected? And that's, yeah. I, I, again, this the list that we all have. The movies that I saw here, I wasn't when I was when I was preparing my list. I, I didn't I didn't really think of anyone that said like, oh well, this one's gonna definitely be you know like Marcus mentioned the Wonder Woman of the year. Ocean's Eight is probably just like my my closest pick to hey this is gonna do Gangbusters. It so easily is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no question. But uh, I, yeah, I mean uh, again the logic of hey Mission Impossible number eight. I mean uh, that kind of segues into Jordan as well. But um, again, my logic is I don't think it's gonna do. It's not as though it's diminishing returns. I, the Mission Impossible franchise has been very strong, but I don't know if it's going to do like you know, two hundred fifty million dollars. I think it's still, still going to do. I mean, things. with three D, I could easily see it doing that. I could, especially if it's good, which I don't have a reason to think it won't be good. Um, that trailer, foot, that trailer is better than any other trailer right now. That trailer, I, I haven't seen incredible. it. You, and part of it is you look at what the history of the series has done before, and even just decrease it. It still is going to do. I mean, it would have to decrease an incredible amount for yeah. it to not, you know, I don't know. It's still going to do I put well. It at number six. Yeah, it's still going to do well. I just when you when you put Ocean's Eight that high, I just think of like, well, what's like. What's comparable to that? The one thing I can look at is like Pitch Perfect 2. But again, that was like a breakout sequel to a first one that doesn't mask this kind of cult audience and yeah. really built it up. This is like, as much as I want to support like these kind, you know, a female led cast going or whatever, for it. like going for it, it's like that it that only goes so high. You look at like Girls Trip, it's it was just a sleeper hit, but it's still number 10. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Melissa McCarthy movies, those only get to like number 10, like The Heat, for example, with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. That's only yeah. still number like 10 or 9. Yeah. And you get all these patronizing articles that are like, look at the surprise that these women did so well. And it's like, well, that's nonsense because you should expect that. But regardless of expectation, that's what the expectation seems to be. 10, 9, 8, like 140-something million at most. Uh <laughs> I, I I'd love to see Ocean's Eight do better than that, especially if it's you know good. I just I I, I can't I can't wrap my mind. And that's totally understandable. Going... And again, it's it's very it's very much of a stretch a stretch goal. Uh, but <laughs> it's locked in now. I can't change it. Can't my, change um, it. my number eight, by the way, uh, which is where Mark and I just separate. It's a hotel Ooh, trip three. Finally. Oh, oh no. I uh, I. We've this is, this you is didn't have that left. fun eight on eight thing like Mark did. I think. I mean, you look at the first two; it's like it's like one forty something, and then the second one's one sixty nine in September. Putting it in the summer—that's yeah. in one of the few animated movies of the summer—that screams success to me. That's you know, not necessarily. But time. Adam Sandler screams failure. So 
Adam Sandler does well at the box office. I don't know how that screams failure. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so in recent years. But he hasn't been in movies in recent. He's been in Netflix, been in Netflix, Netflix movies. Yeah. yeah, and there's a reason Which, for that. Sign that deal. <laughs> I hate Adam Sandler too much. I say hated him. I'm just judging his box office performance. I'm approaching it from purely an unemotional standpoint. Grown Ups 2, one of the biggest movies of the summer. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was. So what I can't Adam Sandler is. They just see the animated movie. So, Grown Ups is to Adam Sandler what Mission Impossible is to Tom Cruise. It's their, like, success and the, in the recent years. But and the, every, and every, who, who, who stars in, in uh, Hotel Transylvania movies? David well, Spade. All voice. of the people in the Grown Ups movies? Selena Gomez. Added, yeah, Selena Gomez. Add yeah. animation on top of that? That's that's success to me. I'm not sure how many kids are going, oh my gosh, Adam Sandler is doing the voice. Let's go see this. I think it's more of that we, Dracula, the, the Wolfman, Mummy are all there, and they're all just having adventures. The the adults that grew up liking Adam Sandler that are taking their kids, they're, they're the taking ones. their kids. Those people should be ashamed of themselves. You're Thank saying you. you haven't seen the Hotel Transylvania movies. <laughs> I haven't seen them. I'm willing to bet so that they're kids okay. They don't care about Adam Sandler. Uh, like, they, 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 they don't give two shits about Adam Sandler. Like, they just like think it's the animated movies. movies with funny monsters. Yeah, yeah funny I, think, I think it's more the animated yeah. movie with funny monsters. That I'm, saying, I'm saying there are adults that have to take these kids, and those adults like Adam Sandler. Mm, possible. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's true. I'm gonna, we're going to get him on speed dial. Well, we'll I, ask him. We'll ask him. Not, I forgot that I'm so wrong that people hate Adam Sandler. That's why he's been not, nothing of a success over the past two decades. We're not talking about the past <laughs> two decades. We're talking about like the recent five, we're six talking years. talking about recent. Yeah. We're talking pixels and, like, and we're like, blended. One of, two, one of the biggest movies of the summer. That we, You're getting really worked up on Adam Sandler, which yeah, I, I enjoyed his early movies just like you did. <laughs> You keep, you keep going back to me as if I'm only counting like Billy Madison, which is not even a, a box office hit. I'm talking, about, right. I'm talking about his last. Big Aaron's movie. getting really worked up. Well, like you're not. What do you mean? Like, me I'm, like, I, I, I didn't, I'm not even on the start of the Adam Sandler argument. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, you know, it is what it is. It's not my. It's definitely not my number eight. It's on my top ten, but it's not yeah, number eight. I, I mean, it, it's gonna be top ten for sure. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm trying to understand what you're giving me shit for. It's like you all have it in the. Top I 10. wasn't giving you shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> in terms of number eights, I don't think there's really a whole lot of variation in terms of just Hotel Transylvania, skyscraper, and uh, uh, yeah, there's a couple of ocean or a few oceans eight actually. So yeah, we're all pretty pretty around the same. Yeah, we got okay. Well, let's get to number nine. Um, I'll go. I'll start this time. Actually, I have Ocean's Eight at number nine. Okay. Um, I think it's you know <laughs> fairly negligible, but that's where I have it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I have it at the same spot. Um, Alan has Sicario at number nine, which that's, that's good luck with that. Good luck, yeah. 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 Good luck. Good luck with that. That's that's Day of the Soldado. That's that's never going to happen. But you know, good on. <laughs> <laughs> the the movie's not going to be a breakout sequel after dropping Emily Blunt. That's that's not how that happens. Well, I mean, the movie itself also made like ninety million dollars, something like that, or maybe even less. It made forty six million dollars. Wow. Okay, there you go. So in September, um, yeah. eighty four worldwide. Good movie. And and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that hey, Emily Blunt's in this. She's not in movies like this. That's neat. 
Now it's like, look at these two guys doing guy stuff in a guy movie in the summer. Great. But it has him shooting the gun with his finger. <laughs> After telling the guy to put his glasses on, too. That was, that was like, super cold-blooded. You lose all accuracy. <laughs> all right. That's, like, it's a, it's very much House of the Dead logic. Yeah. He's standing right there. Yeah. <laughs> Three feet away. Abe, hey, what's your number nine? My number nine is Skyscraper. I We've talked about it. I think The Rock's going to do well, but uh, it's my number nine. Adam has Mamma Mia. So do uh, I. So does Jordan, Jordan. Yeah. 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 And Maxwell. Uh, yeah. Wells has it. Did you the guys. first Mamma Mia do well? The, oh, ma- yes. Stop, 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 stop. The first Mamma Mia made more, th- <laughs> the first Mama Mia made more than Iron Man, and it made just really? a little bit less than Indiana Jones and... Um, how could you ask that question? It was a I, huge I'm shocked. People I, love people love that I, singing I, Pierce Brosnan. I, you know, sure I do. thought they ran out of songs by now. Honestly, but, well, they kind of have. But. Yeah, they're just gonna use the same songs. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, they're gonna use the same songs, except they're can, gonna like put just, it in reverse and put it in the past. Since we're talking about Mama Mia right now, can we just talk about the tagline? Here we go again. It's like. That's, Here we go again. That's the only subtitle. way to read it. Does it's the not sound positive. <laughs> What's that? It's the subtitles, not the tagline. It's the it's, it's part of the movie. Okay, here but, we like, go. It doesn't sound positive. Are you telling us that that's going to be the the title of your article? No, I didn't. I didn't make this up. <laughs> but I did see on Twitter people calling Mamma Mia Two Electric Waterloo. And I, have I don't that, like it. That is a brilliant title. I don't oh, like good. it. Downvote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, I, I would go see it. Mark, I feel like you you should know this more than anyone. It's pronounced "Mamma Mia." Here we go again. Like you, you raise it up, not not "Here we go again" as it's a downbeat. It's a "Here we go." Again. I like I like what you're doing. Well, I didn't like. Well, right. I didn't like the original. Yeah, I never saw it, so I have no opinion. <laughs> but I do know that it made a ton of money, and well, I want to be surprised that it makes more. Given the number of movies again. you see every year, that speaks volumes in and of itself. I would say <laughs> a big share fan base. Yeah, exactly. Well, As like the grandmother, yeah, come on. Let's talk. Let's talk about this. Meryl's mom. Which, oh like, my god! Exactly. You know. Oh, let, let's talk. Let's talk about this because this is this is the fact that plays in. Mamma Mia has Meryl Streep. Mamma Mia, here we go again. Has presumably less of Meryl Streep since she probably dies in this movie. Is and and it's a flashback crazy. sequence stuff. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it adds Cher instead and. I don't. I mean, people like Cher. Do they like her as much as Meryl Streep? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. As far as box goes, um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the only she- scene she's in in the entire movie. Yeah, I mean, also if you believe in love, then you know, after love, <laughs> after love, after love, then it's gonna be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna see it now. <laughs> Mark, I'm dying to know what your number nine is. Uh, well, Aaron, what is my number nine? Just guess. Based um, on your list and the way Hotel we Trans- Hotel Transylvania, Hotel Transylvania three. <laughs> okay, <My> number nine. <laughs> flip flop. You guys so we flip flop there. Yeah, that's flip, that's your change. That's the one spot because I yeah. I have a guess of like well I don't know I guess we'll, well see. Not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Um, no, because I think there's two movies that we've sort of mentioned a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's one or the other, I guess. All right. all um, but yeah, no, Mamma Mia, I think has a lot of you know. I 
it I I'll be I'll be surprised what it does if it because it's it was a hit but like is it gonna do the same by having like repeating yeah. the songs and having less of Meryl Streep will that make yeah. it still a big hit now even if it, yes it have to, now <laughs> it would have to drop significantly for it not to be you know a major success so I do expect it to you know clear a hundred yeah at least um but you know yeah the first one 144 million 600 worldwide um so internationally. Gonna yeah. make some bank. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize it was 600 worldwide. <laughs> I told you it made more than the first Iron Man. It made a little less. I thought than you were talking domestically. <laughs> it, it made a ton of money, dude. <laughs> like that's, that's what happened. Yeah, good job, international cast. Um, any other differences here on the uh, that scale? I don't think. Yeah, I, I said so, yeah. uh, Peter has skyscraper at number nine. He has Ant Man at number eight. Um, he has Ocean's Eight at number seven, so he's you know, got that pretty high. Along he's, with he's you guys, um, let's see. Yancey has Mamma Mia at number seven. I think we mentioned that. Um, all right, well let's get, let's okay, let's get to our number tens. Marcus, what's your number ten? The Equalizer, and this is just a this is this is this is a me pick right here. I like Denzel it. in an action movie, and I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I don't know how much he brings in. I'm assuming it's a lot. Whenever I go to a Denzel action movie, it's packed. I'm banking well, on that. The original did 101 the original million. Did well. Yeah. Yeah. It did for, for when it in September. It did 100 in September. When the, yeah, it went to you know that's that. Little competition. Um, I, his other comparable would be Two Guns, which is a summer release, and that Mark made Wahlberg. 70. That made 75. Um, and James Marsden. So you know it's not. And James Martin, and Bill Paxton, very scary. Oh, <laughs> that movie. Uh, no, De- I mean Denzel. Denzel's the kind of guy. Well, yeah, he'll bring an audience, and he'll you know do well for him. He doesn't bring giant numbers, but yeah, Equalizer is one of his you know bigger hits, and also this sequel is his first sequel ever. Wow. Why? I don't know because yeah. I didn't like the first Equalizer. I thought I thought it sucked a lot, but here we are. I mean, he's returning <laughs> tools that he are murder weapons. That's that's really I, I didn't egregious. Like it either. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know you didn't care for it, but I, I didn't I, like it. I thought it sucked a lot. I think it's <laughs> wise. wise my, my question was, why is this TV reboot 130 minutes? It should be oh. 90 minutes and out. Like, this movie, like, this what about yeah. Malcolm X 2? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's the one where uh, uh, Wolverine does that kill thing in the mansion, right? If you want to give me a sequel, give me more Devil in a Blue Dress. Give me more of of of, the, of Easy Rollins. I'll take that. Yeah, that'd be actually that'd be kind of fun. There's books. I mean, there's it's easy to <laughs> easy one to make a sequel to. <laughs> um, I, I was gonna say like I, I respect you for just the me pick, Marcus. I, I respect that a lot. Well, uh, you know what? Honestly, I had to put a, I had to put a, a black movie in there, and that was it. <laughs> so basically, what you're saying is you're confirmed for that episode. When we you record. have Avengers. <laughs> oh, that, that's true. That's true. I mean, you put that number one, so you know. But this is a this is this is a black pick. This is Denzel. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this: number ten is important because it's worth just as many points. Right, as number ten is major. This is a major pick right here, and. It's, it's rare. Almost, <laughs> it is one of the hardest to predict, I think, it too. Is. Yeah, because it's the one that's why, like that's why it's got the point total. A breakout movie or the movie that doesn't do as well as you thought it would do. So, like, like i.e., last year it was Girls Trip, and I don't think anybody picked Girls Trip at number ten. No, Scott had it like in a um, dark horse, dark horse, yeah. 
Actually, I have it right here. Yeah, it's on the next tab. <laughs> it's on the next tab. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, Scott and Alan had it as a dark horse. I mean, it was in. It was between this and Uncle Drew. So. Peter had it at number nine. Like he had it in the top ten. Uh, number nine. Yeah. But, uh, Uncle Drew. I mean, there's a lot of Uncle Drew love in the dark horse. There's, I see yeah, that. There it is. It's yeah, Kevin. I saw that. It was odd. Um, I wish Marcus, though, if you had to pick a black movie, you would have picked something like Sorry to Bother You or something. I w- you know, I, I got to go with Denzel. Because I'm it's, so much more excited about that yeah. film. I yeah, am so much more excited. That, that definitely feels more indie. indie. He's got to go with a movie that's going to make money, not, yeah. you know, latest A24 release. I know, but I, I'd still give you, I give you respect for putting it out there. there respect go. landed me in the bottom last year, Mark. Come on. And now it's you're here. This <laughs> is a sequel to a Denzel movie, which makes it an event unto itself. But, yeah, as far as getting that high, I'll be, you know, I'll be curious. Here's what happens. <laughs> Jordan, what's your number 10? It's a me pick. It's Christopher Robin. I, I love <laughs> these <right>. me picks. <laughs> That's a me pick? Yeah. <laughs> I like, like it. Movie. I don't know if it's going to make $140 million, but I like, the, I like your pick. Me, Christopher Thank Robin you. is like the clean version of Ted. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> live, act, live action bear. Amazing. Yeah. Isn't like Paddington? They're trying to do well, the Well, when I when I was doing research, I had to look up what Paddington made and and I was like, "Oh, it's it's I can't put well, those are, Robin in Those are January releases that get dumped essentially despite being very They're, they're very like the best movies. January releases since Premium Rush. <laughs> January <laughs> Rush is September. <laughs> That's wow. a September movie for one. Oh, was it? I don't know. <laughs> um It's a fun movie that nobody saw. <laughs> but um Monster Truck. <laughs> Robin, no, I mean, that's 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 one where I expect it to make some money, especially if it's more Jungle Book than Pete's Dragon. Um, Interesting. Or is that good? But I mean, it is, you know, it's like what a comedy drama as opposed to like an adventure type tale. So we'll see. But I mean, the nostalgia for Pooh that people have, it could go a long way. When I saw the the trailer in the theater, the the reaction it got when Pooh stuck his little head out was... Was great. Wait, okay. was yeah, out. you had me on 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 the edge of my seat there. I was like, were people doing it? <laughs> no, no. Uh, what it what was, was the was reaction? Awe, there was a lot of awe. It was and, great. Oh. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Mark, what's your number ten? So my number ten is skyscraper. Hmm. We have the same ten. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like it could have been either that or Mamma Mia. So, but I anyway, have more faith in the Rock. <laughs> yeah. Well, I when I I think partially I I'm more excited to see Skyscraper than Mamma Mia. So I let my personal bias dictate that. Yeah, that these pick. are me picks. So it's almost a me pick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think Skyscraper will do quite well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got. A, I would say it, it would make the top ten. You know, at number ten. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. Much like San Andreas hit the top ten, I think this has you know will have a similar kind of effect here. I mean, it will, it will do well for The Rock. Uh, Skyscraper made one fifty five. It was number nine that summer. Mm-hmm. So you mean you mean San Andreas? Sorry, San Andreas. San Andreas yeah. did one fifty five. Didn't make those. Despite not nine. having CJ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number ten pick is Hotel Transylvania three. Hotel Transylvania. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. You know, not really far from off from where I guess some of the people are putting it, but it's there. If I had my me pick, it would be Crazy Rich Asians. The only thing is Crazy Rich Asians is released like mid August. Mid August, so yeah. It, it definitely won't be enough to be to be in the top ten or perhaps even a dark horse. It's if it's good and if it like 
it really hits on. Like, it needs I'll be to go bonkers in two weeks. I'll be, I'll be curious if it, you know, continues to go bonkers after the summer ends. Oh, yeah, so even, yeah, if yeah. even if it doesn't I, end up at the top ten, it still makes, like, a lot of money. With, I, like, I want that to be scenario, like for sure. My big fat Greek wedding kind of bonkers. Here big we fat. go again. That was, that was a difference with that movie as far as the number of screens it was on and the time of year, or like, the time in history it came out in versus how, how that can kind of grow and grow and grow. Like it, it was different. Where Crazy Rich Asians, you know, that'll come out on like two thousand screens already, and like do what it does, and just kind of either be good or bad as far as word of mouth and whatnot. But I'm hoping but, uh, that it does well uh, in in the the runs after our summer gamble. But yeah, I mean, gotta support my Asian guys, right? Alan has the first purge at number ten, which being behind Sicario just gets really weird for Alan's top ten list. <laughs> looks, looks like I won't be in last place. This well, week. I mean that's Alan. That's Alan's personal pick. So there you go. Thanks a lot, Alan. I love everyone's ten pick being their personal pick. We should just change it next year. Uh, Brandon has skyscraper. Uh, Maxwell has skyscraper. Peter has Mamma Mia. Scott has Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Terrence is Ant Man at number ten. Mentioned that already. And Yancey has Hotel Transylvania. Okay, so we um we got through all these. Let's get to let's get through our um our dark horses. We'll just kind of just each of us can read all three of them out. Um, I'll start. Uh, my dark horses are Mamma Mia, Christopher Robin, and The Meg. Hmm. Interesting about The Meg. I think The Meg like has it. a lot. It's second week of August, so yeah, not a ton of time. But you know, people like Jason Statham. He doesn't, he doesn't tend to do huge, but this is like a big Warner Brothers release, which gives it, I think, a bit of a leg, a, a bit of a leg for the Meg. Um, uh, it's, it's how big, much do you think the Meg could do? It's a hundred fifty million dollar movie, so but I don't. That's think, what I mean. I wait, let me yeah. finish. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Warner Brothers is going to be like, let's spend this much money and not make people aware of it. People like sharks. Um, those <laughs> <Jason> <laughs> they do. People like Jason Statham, putting them in yeah. this kind of. This realm, this blockbuster realm, as opposed to like you know the action movie realm, where you know the attendant, the um, awareness of those movies isn't as high. Mm-hmm. I think there's a good potential here. It's still a dark horse. Like I don't think it's going to yeah. do gangsters, but I still right. think there's. I, I there's... think that movie uh, has a, and we, maybe we're talking about this later, but I have the potential to be the biggest flop of the summer. Oof. A hundred and fifty million. I don't think it's making close to that amount. I think internationally easily. Well, it will. Because well, it's yeah. Internationally, it'll be easy. Production I'm, companies. Yeah. yeah, that's another animal. But I, I'm thinking domestically, I, I I would be surprised if it even makes half that. Again, that's why I have it as Dark Horse. I don't, I don't think right. it's going to be. I don't necessarily think it's going to be that. The most you can make is a point off of it, and you won't lose could, anything. Could, compared to everything else on my list already, yes, I, I do think the main yeah. is has some steep competition ahead of it. I'm glad that you're pushing forward with, uh, you know. The Meg, because I love the trailer, so <laughs> that's definitely. Uh, I, I thought about it too. It's so PG like, thirteen, like, also, which also helps. Yeah, um, but I was like, you know, maybe it's like a fun, campy movie, and it's got Jason Statham, and again, the shark thing. It's like everyone knows what a shark can do, and everyone knows what a shark, uh, like a giant <laughs> shark, now. So I, I thought about it, but unfortunately, I, I, I had to. I, I actually have a special. I have a special place in my heart for Deep Blue Sea, so I know. What a shark movie can mean to people. That's when I first learned that sharks even when, backwards. Not, even when it's not very good. Yeah. Just so. last year, 47 Meters Down did quite well, despite having no budget and almost no ads for it. They're so, getting I mean, a sequel. I, there's there's an audience for sharks. There's an audience for giant monster movies. Yeah. They do well. The giant monster so movie it's... thing is where I came in. And I was like, you know, again, people love giant monster movies. Summertime, they're going to spend some money on it. When's the release date on the, on the Meg? 
August 10th, I think. So Which second, helps. It's the yeah. second week of August. It has time. That, right. That's a good because there's not a whole lot in August. I don't believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah schedule wise, really I mean, it's anything. well, it's because like Mission Impossible and Teen Titans Go are the 27th. Teen Titans and Go. Then after that, you have Christopher Robin, which could be huge. Darkest Minds, which you know it's a YA thing, but I mean, it, you know, could be huge because not. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as far as like big budget things that are coming out around that time, yeah, the Meg is like that's it. Like, yeah. So it's that's a lot of time, and uh, when you have all of August to yourself, you have time to make money. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what's your, what are your dark horses? My dark horses are Life of the Party, Uncle Drew, and Mamma Mia 2. Uh, Uncle Drew. You just Uncle can't Drew. go without going for that second week of, of May release, can you? Just I mean, time. people love Melissa McCarthy. Uh, I, I think my failure at these challenges have proven that people don't love Melissa McCarthy enough to make her that much money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. But the Uncle Drew pick, um, again, I would have put Crazy Rich Asians, except that it's released mid-August. Uh, Uncle Drew's released mid-June, I think, so I think there's some legs there. We'll see how like that... Like June 29th or something yeah, like that. And, yeah, and everyone loves... I, 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 my logic is also, people watch the NBA, people love watching NBA players, um, and this is just a movie filled with NBA players. Um, so we'll see what happens. And Mamma Mia 2, we've talked about. So. All right. Yeah. Did you fill those in on the chart there? Really? Uh, there's Adam not a has... Tyler Perry movie coming out, so... <laughs> Uncle Drew takes that place. That's I think it's actually. I think it actually is gonna be better than a Tyler Perry movie. Tyler Perry. Movie. Oh, wow. It looks entertaining to me. How know. good is Kyrie Irving's acting? We'll go from there. He, uh, Adam has Equalizer Two, Uncle Drew, and Skyscraper. Uh, <laughs> Alan, Alan has Tag. Sorry to bother you. And Teen Titans Go. I was curious about Tag, but I, uh, I kind of was like, John Hamm hasn't really been killing it at the box office lately. <laughs> It's got a lot. It's got. A, I mean, it's got Ed Helms and it's got um, Jeremy. It has Renter. potential. It has yeah, potential. Yes. Yeah, as and the trailer, as, the trailer is funnier than I thought it was going to be. And you need it. You need it. You need comedies in these summers. So right. I'm curious, you know, we don't it, have too it many. Could be that breakout. Yeah. It's also just. It's a big movie for a lot of these others. But we say that every year. So I mean, it's hard. It's hard to predict. Um, that said, Brandon has Action Point, Teen Titans Go, and Mamma Mia, and I think Action Point, the Jackass movies, make a lot of money. Um, they do. I, so I, I put that as my dark horse yeah. as well. I see that. Yeah, I see that now. Yeah, you have. What, what are yours? Let me see them. I have a uh, Action Point, Transylvania Three, and Skyscraper. Yeah, which I mean, that's a good set solid. right there. Yeah, that's solid. Uh, yeah, the Action Point with Johnny Knoxville. That's a. It's a fun trailer for what it's doing. Um, yeah. And it. I mean, it has. It'll be R. Um, but at the same, again, as I said, the Jackass movies do well, and this is tangentially connected to those. Yeah. I mean, so, I'll, I'll be curious what kind of business it does. And it has, it's like what, beginning of June? Uh, yeah, people so. go crazy for that trailer. Like every yeah. time it pops up in theaters, people, people go wild for it. Yeah, but being that high in the top, like, I mean, these are dark horses, obviously. So it's like, I was thinking it's going to be gangbusters. Maybe it breaks out, though. Who knows? Uh, Mark, what are your dark horses? I've got Mamma Mia, here we go again, The Equalizer 2, and Christopher Robin. Yeah, we talked about all of those, and there's certainly potential yeah. in all of them. Um, let's see. Marcus, what are yours? Uh, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Uh, <laughs> Christopher, Christopher Robin and, and Hereditary. 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 Horror movie. Yeah. Another A24 pick, though. I think that's the A24 pick I'm, that's going to so, break out. I'm excited about that film, even though I don't, I'm not picking it in my list, but mm-hmm. I, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm excited for it. I've, I've watched no trailers. I know nothing about it on purpose. I, I first saw but, the trailer uh, for a movie we reviewed recently, and I was like, oh, that's this is the buzz that everyone was talking about uh, over at some film festival. And I was like, you know, it looks effective, but... Uh, the trailer's great. I, I, I love yeah. the trailer. I think the trailer's good. Yeah. I've avoided it on purpose. I just, I'm just looking forward to this Good movie. on you. Good on you. Uh, Maxwell has Christopher Robin, The First Purge, and Hotel Transylvania 3. Uh, Peter has the first purge, Equalizer Two, and Hereditary. Uh, Scott has Scott's the only one, or no, he's not. Scott has Crazy Rich Asians, uh, Skyscraper, and Teen Titans Go. Fuck yeah, he adds to that one. I just want to add that that's not the title of the movie, Scott. He's he's very excited for Teen Titans Go. Yeah, he's really. I was like, that's a it's interesting uh, subtitle for a children's film. Uh, I'll, I'll note, I mean, again, it's one of the few animated movies coming out. It's based off a very popular very, kids TV super popular, show. But it's based off of the second iteration one where everyone got uh, pop Funko fun looking. Because um, they've had, <laughs> they've had uh, you know, the Teen Titans go, which I used to watch when they looked normal, <laughs> when they looked like teenagers. So, so we'll, well, I would equate this more to like Captain Underpants, which I was rooting for in my door courses last year, but didn't, you know, didn't do huge. It was a good even movie. Though, even though I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Terrence has Uncle Drew, Ocean's 8, and the first purge. So Terrence has Ocean's 8, the lowest of all of us. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see anybody else that doesn't it. Um, yeah, so there. And Yancey has uh, Teen Titans, Crazy Rich Ages, and Mamma Mia 2. Yeah. So a lot of the same stuff we're seeing around here. Um, you talk about uh, Alan's Sorry to Bother You? I think that was interesting. Sorry to Bother I mean, that's a lot like Hereditary to me, where it's like, all right, they're, they'll, they'll be there. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, cl- clearing, clearing, you know, clearing ten million to me seems like a win for those movies. So yeah, and I think that's a stretch. Yeah, honestly, yeah. A, uh, Studio Eight Twenty Four, which is doing Hereditary, uh, it's also doing How to Talk to Girls at Parties and Under the Silver Lake. I'm excited about all those movies. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I've seen the trailer no for uh, for his movies lineup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, you'll you'll never. Not hear me say I'm excited for an A24 movie. Yeah, they they have a they definitely have their finger on the pulse of like interesting properties and and you right. know original content. Yeah, but, um, I agree. Sorry to bother you. I mean, that's all like that's like looking at dope. From that a few made days. me laugh yeah. out loud. Yes. Like, well, the crazy. trailer when it dropped created a bit of a sensation on Twitter when it uh, dropped and and uh, a lot of people were talking about it when it first appeared. Yeah, but that's Twitter. Like, I don't, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, Something that's not America as a whole. It's like, that's not going to do much. <laughs> like, I, well, no, I, like, I'm not saying it's going to, like, do, like, business to make top ten. But I yeah. think it could be an indie hit. Mm, okay. I, like, I I mean, presuming I, you know, like it or regardless, I mean, it just looking at this movie is like, this is the kind of thing I'd like more people to go and see as opposed to some of the other things that are on this list that I'm still looking forward to regardless. But, yeah, as far as being a... A bigger hit than just like, hey, it worked well in these circles, and yeah, that'd be, you know, that's we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, okay, well, we've gone through our lists, uh, and is Jose and Zach, you still have fully under of today as we're recording this to turn in theirs before they lose points. Uh, see, um, but I, I hope they can get in. Jose was going to be here, by the way, he got sick. Though, he got sick, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm sure he does have his picks ready. He just has to enter them into the into the chart. 
um, that we have arranged. It's a very organized chart. I'm very happy with it. <laughs> it's the biggest. It's a spreadsheet. It's, the most, yeah. it's a big, beautiful chart. <laughs> yeah, the dark horses are highlighted in green. It's very nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've gone through all these. Let, let's, you know, we can start wrapping this up just by going over what we're like really looking forward to or what kind of expectations we have. I mean, we've certainly talked about it from a monetary perspective, but um, Marcus, what, like, what, what, what movies are you looking forward to this summer like, as far as seeing them and like just want to like love? Honestly, Hereditary, I've seen the trailer like 10 million times, but Sorry to Bother You is one that got brought up uh, that I'm kind of interested in. I don't know if I'm dying to see it, but I'm curious. Curious is the word. All right. Mm -hmm. Jordan, how about you? Oh, Christopher Robin, uh, which I will not be surprised if it's number two of the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that and uh, Hereditary are two uh, of the ones I'm really looking for. If Christopher to. Robert makes $500 million, I'm going to be, like, so sorry. I will, I will eat, like, pieces of paper. Okay. Well, hey. We all have Avengers as, as number one, but what is going to be the difference between number one and number two uh, at the box office? Like, how how far will number two be from number one? I mean, if, if Avengers goes the way most of us expect to... Probably two hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like a hundred, hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. I mean, like the only like Finding Dory is the biggest Pixar movie, right? It's like four hundred, four hundred some odd, yeah. Like four eighty or something like that. So it's like that'd be a huge jump for Pixar to suddenly go up to that kind of level. Jurassic Park has to basically come down. So I mean, it could still be potentially giant um, in the same yeah. way. And that, then, you know, there's also Solo. I mean, maybe we're really just not counting on Star Wars and really underestimating it, but Solo could easily be a huge thing also. It's okay, Marcus, I heard you. Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> Possible. Mark, what movies are you looking forward to? Okay, well, in addition to everything that A24 is putting out this summer, I'm also interested in this uh, little coming-of-age drama called Eighth Grade, which came out oh, yeah. uh, yeah, at the, the Sundance Film Bo Festival. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nick Offerman's comedy called Hearts Beat Loud uh, mm-hmm. also looks uh, interesting. Tony Collette is in Hereditary, and she's also in this film, so I think oh. she might have a, like a nice indie summer. Uh, and then a documentary about Fred Rogers, the children's host, called Won't You Be My Neighbor looks interesting, and I've heard a lot of good buzz about it. So I'm kind That's of supposed anticip- to be great. Yeah, I'm I'm anticipating that as well. Everything you just said is things that I'm looking forward to. That's very pretty much, much so. echoed, yeah, um, especially the twenty-four stuff. Sorry, sorry to bother you is one that I'm really looking forward to. I'm a big fan of Lakeith Stanfield. Yes. Uh, I, I like that cast in general. Uh, it looks such like a, such a unique kind of presentation of a film as well. So like just all those factors add up to me. Mission Impossible, as far as the blockbusters go, that's the one that I'm looking forward to. I think that trailer is incredible. These movies in general have been pretty terrific, so I don't have any reason to doubt the potential Mission Impossible. I'll say I'm more excited than I expected to be about Deadpool 2. Um, especially that latest trailer, it just got me. I was just oh like, yeah, oh. you and I, Aaron, were like we enjoyed Deadpool fine, but I don't think yeah. we were quite on board with the 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 how ex- how it exploded. Yeah. It was yeah. a good three star movie. That's where I had it. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I, I didn't ever want my enjoyment of it to sound like it wasn't yeah. enjoyment, but it was such a huge hit that when people started raving about it, my my talking about it almost sounded like I was being negative. Yeah, that's how I feel about A Quiet Place currently. Um, but, um, I know Marcus yes. actually doesn't like A Quiet Place, too, so it's like... I, I thought it was average. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> but, um, 
No, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Mission Impossible, I'm really looking forward to. Incredibles 2, I'm really looking forward I have no reason not to. Uh, Pixar's, <laughs> Pixar's Pixar, for one That's thing. That's my it's, most anticipated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this just looks... Like a ton of fun. Yep. I mean, we could. I mean, I'm sure we could all talk about Avengers, but it's like, yeah, yeah right, exactly. That's gonna happen. I mean, I was just like, you know, for the Avengers, everyone's yeah. gonna know that it's it's gonna be a big movie. Everyone's gonna go see it. I am for the box office, big box office draws. I am pretty excited for Incredibles too, um, and I definitely want to echo everything that Mark said. A24 stuff. I mean, that under the Silver Lake trailer, I was like, what is this that I'm watching here? And I'm really, <laughs> but also. Yeah. Like what you mentioned, Aaron, with um, uh, uh, sorry to bother you, the the format and the storytelling of it, it's like it's like it very reminds me of of like Spike Jones type stuff of just yeah you know, yeah like it's it's a weird narrative, but just like hey, it's the way that my mind works, and let's just see how it goes. It's like this is funny, and also uh, I pinpointed David Cross when I first saw the trailer, and I was I was just really happy. I was like that's a weird voice choice, but it works. So good good call, guys. I um I just remember too. Um, uh, Spike Lee has a movie, Black Klansman, that's coming out yeah. in August. Yes. Um, it, right. I I'm a huge Spike Lee fan. I, I it's don't not think a movie, it's Aaron. I, it's I a joint. <laughs> sorry, uh, but I, I I don't think he gets enough credit for the things that he does and tries and how ambitious he can be. So that they right. the the premise of this movie is instantly intriguing to me, and I always look forward to new Spike Lee movies. And I am looking forward to Skyscraper quite a bit. I gotta put that out there. I he has got he's got a fake leg. <laughs> that's, that's right, right. See? <laughs> I, I I like The Rock. I like how he tries to challenge himself. I like that nothing looks like Baywatch, so that's all good. <laughs> I'll never forget what you texted me during the Super Bowl. He's got, he's got a fake leg. <laughs> um but yeah I, I Mark, you made a good point about the Meg as far as it potentially flopping. I'm trying to think of what of these movies that we're looking at to be super big could just really disappoint us. Like last this year, point, we all correctly predicted box office position or or, uh... or just just as far as expectation goes. I mean, last year, I think we all correctly predicted that Valerian probably wasn't going to do very well, yeah. <laughs> even though a lot of us here really like Valerian. Well, uh, a lot of it has to do with how much the movie costs and then how much it actually makes. Because a movie can make $100 million and it seems that's good, but then it costs $150 million to make. Mm-hmm. So that's part of what defines a flop, if it cost more than right. that it made. So the Meg is kind of the movie that I think, yeah, it could make $100 million, but that's still not going to recoup its domestic you know, I, I don't think it would recoup its domestic uh, earnings. I just think so in that in that regard, it just doesn't matter to that movie because it is more focused on the Chinese potential than international. And if a Jason State the movie made a hundred million dollars in the U.S., that's by default the biggest Jason State. Oh, that's, movie. so that's it's huge. like yeah. it's a, that's a huge thing for him um, as an actor. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, actually, I would be surprised if it made a hundred million, but it, but it, if it did, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the list here of everybody's one through tens, I don't know if there's any one of them that says I'm gonna be a flop. You know what I mean? Like, sure, from the from the monetary perspective of um, budget versus ticket sales, but critically, I, I I don't know if anyone's gonna. Be, or, there's nothing really that stands out to me that says um, I'm the one. Well, critically, like I don't expect Hotel Transylvania three to pull in like rave reviews. Or probably sure, they've yeah. all they've all averaged around like fifty, sixty percent. And then that's where I think this this new one's gonna fall as well. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna slide below that. But no, I don't either. But like Mark, you hated Despicable Me three last year, and that was still like a giant hit. I mean, like in that, and that wasn't like right. the biggest, the most well received of those movies either. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, you know, some people think it's the best of the series, like me. But you know, you know, it's, yeah. it's regardless. <laughs> <laughs> that illumination. But it was, was number. It was number four. I think yeah. there were even some yeah. people, not on our list, but I think some people even were predicting it could even be number one. Yeah, and it. I mean, it internationally, it did. I think it did like the right. biggest it, release. It did. Yeah. Um, Sky. I mean, I guess skyscraper has potential to you know just backfire completely. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, see it I don't think it coming. will. Yeah. I just because of the, I mean, you mentioned like, is it supposed to be fun? And while I, again, I think it will be entertaining, I'll be like, I guess the comparison I can think of is something like White House Down, where is way more fun than those trailers initially made it out to be. Um, but I think that perception kind of pushed it back from being bigger than it was. Cause that's I, that's the Channing Tatum one. That's not that's the Channing Tatum one. one, right? No, that's Olympus has fallen. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> way different tones. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah. I, I, I'm struggling to think of anything that could like just really like massively disappoint you, especially looking at these lists where everything looks yeah. like a pretty bet. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, again, this year was a little bit it was a little bit easier than last year. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think we're uh, just about done here with the summer, the seventh annual summer gamble. Um, so let's uh, let's we'll start wrapping this up. Uh, let's let's tell people where you can find all of you guys' work online. Marcus, we're gonna be able to find more of you. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Movies Marcus and MoviesMarcus.com. Uh, Jordan Grout. Uh, you can go on Twitter, Amsterdam Chap, and every now and then, every few months, I'll write something for Why So Blue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Hoban. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark underscore Hoban, and then you can also read my, uh, reviews on my personal blog, FastFilmReviews.com. Instagram Oakley Doakley, twitter.com slash Moose, hashtag here we go again. <laughs> here um, we go again. You can find me uh, <laughs> writing over at thecodezeek.com. All my, all my written movie reviews are there. You can find me covering Atlanta and the Americans over at weliveentertainment.com. You can find me on Twitter and I guess Instagram. I never really say that, but I am the, the, the same handle at Aaron's PS4. <laughs> um, thank you guys. Uh, Jordan, thank you guys. Mark, yeah. Marcus and for also, joining thank us you for who could be on here. But it submitted a list, you know. That's this is go, grown beyond our wildest expectations. Yeah, thank thank you all for joining us for this. But this is going to be well, exciting. This is all this has all been a formality. Just give me the belt now. No. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. And I, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going like to speak for Adam, who says, "If you come at the king, you best not miss." You know. <laughs> yeah, that's Adam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Adam's a huge Omar fan. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, to be honest, looking at everybody's list, I don't. Everybody has a pretty, pretty sensible list. Yeah. I I don't see anything where I'm like, I mean, there's little things here and there where I feel like, oh, that's maybe a little too high. But there's nothing that's too like, like, oh my gosh, that's just ridiculous. The Which, wild scenario is that Alan wins because the first purge is number ten at the box office. Like that's something that, <laughs> that just gives him thirteen I, points. <laughs> I could actually see that happening. Like, so it's like, I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's it's um, going to be a fun year. Yeah, fun, well, we'll see. Season. And we'll be updating this as we go through the summer as far as talking about the successes at the box office and what have you, because that's what we like to do uh, during this whole thing. But yeah, this should be a lot of fun. The follow-up episode will be on Labor Day weekend. Um, and so, yeah, that's um, going to do it for this episode. You can find all the other episodes of this podcast on Out Now. On iTunes, sorry, on iTunes and on Audio Boom, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. You know our handles and everything. So yeah, yeah Google that. us. We're there for sure. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Next week we have the Avengers, guys. It's kicking off. <laughs> and, and, about- and I won't be here. 
he won't be here. Yeah, so I'm going to find some guests uh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, until then, that's going to do it for still. Until next time, so long. And goodbye. I did see on Twitter people calling Mamma Mia 2 Electric Waterloo. And I, have to say, I don't like it. That is a brilliant title. <laughs> I don't like it. Downvote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>